the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions. It's the Ramsey Show. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. He's the host of the Dr. John Deloney Show on podcast. You ought to check it out. It's unbelievably popular. Talks about mental health issues and relationship issues there and all kinds of other fun things. It's very entertaining. You ought to be sure you're there. He's here to help you today, and so am I. The phone number is 888-825-5225. Jordan is with us in Springfield, Illinois. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Good. How are you, Dave? Better than I deserve. What's up? Hey, uh, so I've got a quick question for you. Uh, My wife and I, we're 28. I'm an Illinois State Trooper. She's a nurse. We bring home around $8,000 a month. Um, I discovered you in September last year. I sold my truck that was paid off for 32000 paid off uh, my student loans and our rings. So that leaves us with about $45,000 left in student loans and the $280,000 mortgage. Good for no you. Other. You're heading in the right yeah, way. Yeah, that's job. awesome, man. Welcome yes, to the gang. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to, to be in this journey. But um, I have a little bit of a problem. In October of last year, my parents announced they were getting a divorce. And my father told me I'm now responsible for the 60000 parent plus loan. Um, there have been maybe two payments on it in six years. I've tried to have conversations with him about it. It always gets real hostile. He gets defensive. He defers the blame to my mom, stating that he never had anything to do with the loans in the first place, and that my mother handled everything with the loan. I know I'm not legally accountable for the loan, um, but every time I bring it up, he's, he's always like, you're the one that went to school. So I, I, I do feel... <laughs> A little accountable. Um, okay, was there a conversation back then that you made a contract with your dad and mom verbally to promise to pay this? Not to my knowledge. I, I mean, we've talked about it. I don't believe so. Okay. So your mom and dad were trying to help you out. They took out a Parent PLUS loan. Did You had no reason to believe you had to repay that until your dad decided later that you did is that the actual facts correct okay all right then it's on your dad okay what should i add it to the snowball no it's not your dad okay okay dude you're trying to preserve a relationship like you're thinking in your head i don't want to i don't want to mess this relationship up your dad has already done that yeah he's the one who's chosen to take out his frustration with your mom on his son Right. Ooh. I mean, he, he, yeah, that's a good, good way to put it. That's not your so game thinking, to play. That's not your mess. Yeah. Your mom did this and I'm getting rid of her. Ooh, right. That's strong. Because if he had well, a real problem with it, he should have settled it in court. Well, the, the other big issue I have is he's got 140,000 in his, in his, uh, IRA. Yeah. But it's you stay out of his head and out of his checking accounts too. Okay. Right. Okay. I, yeah. Like you're going to make yourself yep. crazy trying to do dad math on his did, money did he signed the loan or just your mom no, it's just in his name okay then how did he, how did she do it without his knowledge if he signed it he literally said he said i've never seen a document about that i wouldn't even know what it looks like that's between him and your mom that's not between him and you right yeah absolutely yeah you know i i you you don't have anything to do with this you were just at school and they were paying for part of it, and your mom I, – I, I think your mom made a mistake. Uh, the, but there's a lot of mistakes in this story between your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. 
And so, um, uh, but I don't think it's your responsibility to take on their mistake. Let's pretend it wasn't a loan. Let's just say she took money out of their joint checking account and just paid for part of your school. Would you have to pay that back if you didn't have any knowledge that you were supposed to pay that back? No. It's the same thing. Absolutely. And here's yeah. my, my equally, I mean, there's that issue. Your dad's changing the rules. He's trying to revisit history here, but more so rewrite. is rewrite history. He won't have a grown-up man-to-man conversation with his son who's a state trooper. He won't sit across a table and say, son, this divorce is killing me. I don't have the money to pay $60,000. Um, I know I made an agreement with you. I, I can we re- like he won't do that. He makes you feel stupid and small because of a decision him and his wife made when you were 18 years old. Right. When I didn't have any idea what I was getting into. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And I hate that for you, dude, because he's going to make you the bad guy in this and, and you're, you're not. Yeah, you're not. I mean it's it's bringing issues in in my marriage and I just Your uh, wife thinks you'd be crazy to pay it. That's the issue. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, sounds like and you married well. <laughs> hey, and by the way, your dad is the one opting out of future holidays, not you. Thank, thank you for reassuring me of that. Because I mean, yeah, he's welcome. He's welcome if he yeah, can behave. Absolutely. If you act it's, like a grown up, decision. Yeah. yeah, but if you want to, if you want to run away on sixty thousand dollars, then we now know the value of your relationship with your son, sir. Right. You think we know? We we now know the price tag. It's sixty grand. Right. So just stand my ground and yeah. Here's the thing. If you just, said you, if you told them you were going to pay it, we'd be sitting here telling you to pay it. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. I want to tell. I want to, you to change your language a little bit. I don't even know if it's a stand my ground. I'm walking okay. away. Gotcha. Um. Yeah, it's too long to tell the story. I, I'm finding more and more value in the times I plant my feet on a hill. And I'm ready to die on that hill as old, as I'm getting older or just getting smaller and smaller. And if someone right. wants to lie about me, they want to throw a debt on me that I don't owe. They want to take out their frustration about their failed marriage on me. I'm, I'm dude, I can't engage in that. I'm walking away. Yeah. Have a good day. Yeah. Have a good day. And I know that sounds bad, but I want yeah, you to. We're, we're uh, Jordan, you're a state trooper. And around here, we're, um, most of us are gun guys, and a bunch of us have done tactical training. And the first thing we learn in tactical training is run. Get out. Run. <laughs> <laughs> Don't engage. John Wick is a movie. It's not reality. <laughs> run. Yeah. Bullets hurt. Run. Get away. That's the first goal. And instead of instead, you know, John Wayne, John Wick, whoever, we're not, we don't need to be John. Yeah. So, um, we got guys like Jordan to take care of this, right? So, yes, uh, and that's you know that's kind of what John's uh, John Deloney is me. saying, <laughs> so. the only John, the, the real John, right? Yeah. But yo, do, you, dude, do you mind if I ask you another quick question? Real, real fast, quick? real fast. Yeah, real fast. So we're both contributing five hundred a month to our IRAs. Right I would now. stop that until you're out two. of debt. Perfect. That's what I was going to ask you. Temporarily, when you're on baby step two, you stop all investing temporarily okay. to uh, totally focus on a singular goal. And Jordan, this is going to be hard for you with your dad because he's your dad. And you can be sad and you can be kind and you can be strong, but you're not going to convince him that you're right. The only thing you can do is just pull back, pull back, give him room while he's in this wounded state. He's a wounded animal right now. And um, just give him room. Just give him room. And someday he'll come around or he won't. 
That'll be on him, though. It won't be on you. I'm sorry you're facing this. It's a hard thing. But you don't owe the money, sir. And your wife is right. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. January the 11th, you and 200,000 of your closest friends can join us. So far, 227,000 people have signed up for the free live stream, Break the Cycle. Dr. John Deloney, Jade Warshaw, Dave Ramsey, uh, Rachel Cruz, George Camel, we're going to help you break the cycle. Did you know that stupid has a gravitational pull? I was going to make a joke about sitting next to you, but I won't. <laughs> too late. You too did. Late, too late. But yeah. I don't know which one is the gravitational pull exactly. and which one is the stupid, but we'll go with that. So either way, it does. It, it Stupid will pull you back in, and you have to break the cycle. It requires an effort to break an orbit. When you're in orbiting stupid, it, you know, it takes energy to bust an orbit, to bust out of an orbit and break free of the gravitational pull of something. And that's what Break the Cycle is all about. We're going to help you do that. It's time. You can't blame the family curse anymore. You can't f- blame, well, people like me, people in my neighborhood. Pe- no, it's you. We're going to help you do it. We're going to help you face the person in your mirror and go be the person you've always dreamed you should be and could be. We're going to walk you into that hand held high. Here we go. January the 11th. Go to RamseySolutions.com and sign up for Break the Cycle. It's completely free, and uh, we're going to be going a couple of hours there, so settle in. Get some popcorn. Get some pizza. Get ready. We're going to do this, and uh, it's going to be an incredible podcast, the, our, our live stream. I'm you know, we've been reviewing all the material and putting it all together for this, getting ready for about 90 days, and uh, uh, it's going to be the largest live stream we've ever done. It appears like we're probably going to have three to 500,000 folks watching this that night, and so um, come and join us. We'd love to have you. It is completely free. There is no obligation. Oh, and we're going to give away $10,000. Ten of you will get $1,000 of the, of the people viewing, not the people who sign up, the people that are watching that night live we're going to give out we're going to show you how to do it that night and 10 different people are going to get a thousand bucks so ramseysolutions.com click break the cycle logan's in lexington kentucky hi logan how are you good dave how are you better than i deserve what's up hey so uh real fast i'll give you a, a backstory of where i'm at today um uh april of 22 uh, my wife and i got married um, before we got married, I had about $30,000 in uh, my bank account. Uh, she had a uh, $5,000 student loan and a uh, $17,000 car note. Um, pretty much as soon as we got married, paid that off, got that out um, of the I took care of. Um, we then um, rented an apartment for a year and uh, decided we were going to stay there um, until we had enough money to put a good down payment on a house. 
Um, unfortunately, after that year, um, we had an opportunity uh, present itself to buy a home from a family friend at a pretty well discounted price, well below what the home value was. Um, we knew that it was too much house for us. It was a 4,200-square-feet house, $315,000 is what we paid for it. Um, First-time home buyer, so we didn't have any money to put down. 0% down is what we got. Um, 6.25% interest rate. Um, we knew it was going to be a lot, but we tried anyway. Uh, we lived there uh, up until November of this past year, barely making it, living paycheck to paycheck, um, struggling. Our marriage was struggling. We just decided we can't do this anymore if, if we want this to work, and we do. Um, so we ended up putting the house up for sale, um, sold the house in seven days um, for 415000 so $100,000 more than we gave for it in uh, March. Um after realtor fees, et cetera, et cetera, we uh, walked away with $77,000. Um, within the time that we lived in the home, we accumulated $10,000 with a credit card debt, updating the home. Um, it was built in 2002, so it was very outdated. And to try to get that uh, home value up even more to sell it, we put $10,000 on a credit card. The uh, you know furniture for us and then fencing and new flooring, et cetera, et cetera. Um, today, um, I have right at $50,000 in the bank, $22,000 of that 77. I bought my wife a car. Um, we just found out in Christmas that on Christmas day that she's pregnant and do her first baby. Um, I'm 26. She's 25. Um, I have a car note for $37,500 what I owe on it. Um, so now we have three vehicles, two are paid off. One truck uh, that I have is not paid off. 37,500 what I owe on it. Um, the hey, reason I have what are you smoking that you go buy a $37,000 car after you just sold a house because you couldn't breathe? No, it was 22000 is what I paid for her car. I already had the $37,000 car long before. What do you guys we make living, a year? Uh, one thirty together. Good Lord. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, I've had the. All right. What can I do? To you help? got a Willy Wonka ticket, you? dude, and you blew your nose in it. That's what you did, man. What can you. What can you. <laughs> Well, well, so how can we got fifty thousand dollars in the bank after you sell both cars and pay your capital gains you're probably even right yeah that's the thing i don't know how much the capital gain percentage is um it's, so it's it, not really it's not know. a capital gain it's ordinary income because you didn't even hold the house a year so it's a 30 right, it's a 35 percent tax on the actual gain and the gain is not 415 the gain is after sales expenses and you probably did some capital improvements on that credit card debt that you can deduct as well so you probably have a seventy thousand dollar gain at 35 percent probably got a twenty thousand dollar tax bill you need to sit down with the tax person and figure out what that is but it's probably right around there and you right, have cars correct, you yeah. can't afford and you went and bought right, another yeah. one right Go sell both of them. Okay, and the you're not going is, to, are you? No, I, I, I will. I'm thinking. What I'm thinking is, you know, I, we live an hour from work, both of us. Well, we live grant free now at, on her grandparents' estate. Unfortunately, they passed away. They had a house here they didn't want to sell, so we're living here rent free. Um, so what so does that mean? You have to be stupid with cars? No, rent free doesn't describe stupid cars. Right, right. So we're just trying to decide: should I sell my truck? Yes, and, yes. You know, get okay. That's I'm. Um, you should sell the car you just bought her. Okay, y'all are broke what? people, man. Yeah, you're broke. You make a hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year, 
and you've made a series of bad financial decisions that have caused you to be broke. The best way to do it is go back to the last time you were standing on solid ground, which is when you had a couple of junky cars that were paid for. And $100,000 cash in the bank. Yeah, that was a while back. But yeah, yeah, get let's get rid of both of these, get the most get the best car you can get for cash, no and figure out what your capital gains are. So the okay, $22,000 car you bought her, did you use the $50,000 cash to do that or did you go get a loan on that? No, no, no. We we had 77,000 in the bank. Oh, so I now you got 50 after buying cash. that car. So that car is paid Correct. for. Yeah, both co- we have two cars that are paid for and one car that one truck my truck is not okay so both right. of our cars are paid for oh good then just we get rid of the truck get rid of the truck and okay, pay the yeah. capital gains right that that was our main question yeah okay i'm I- caught up with you now yeah but dude you got to quit buying crap you don't go buy a twenty two thousand dollar car when you walk out of this disaster you just came from it, it literally i mean it's the exact conversation you just had about breaking the cycle you do you like we can't breathe we got to sell this house we sold the house hey we got some money let's go buy, let's let's go buy a car it. let's buy a car oh and, let's get pregnant and then buy another car and it's like oh i can't breathe again well what are we gonna do now we gotta sell the car and do this and do this hey we got some more money let's go get a yeah it's like thank god it's friday oh god it's monday or, yeah it, or we're in this rent-free house well you know it's got to have new floors and a new roof and a new this let's put on the credit card we'll just pay it off later we don't even have a house payment i think you could be debt free if you sell the truck mm-hmm and pay your capital gains and pay off the credit card and chop them up. And then you're going to have to make a decision to never do the stupid crap you've been doing for the past three years. You have to do I mean, when I went broke, Logan, I was your age. And I had to sit down and do an autopsy, a CSI on Dave. And I looked at all the stupid butt stuff Dave was doing and had to go, if you want to live like this, you can keep doing the stupid butt stuff. Or I can stop doing the stupid butt stuff and have a better life. And that's why I'm yelling at you, because I love you. I want you to win, dude. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed. And now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 40% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Hey, guys, uh, just a couple weeks ago, we hit number one on Apple Podcasts, of all podcasts in the entire world. That's pretty cool. Uh, We've been hovering up around 10, 11, 12. We've been up at seven, a couple times five never number one and we hit number one i don't know where we are today it changes i think daily or hourly or whatever but uh we did make that milestone and we want to say thank you to you guys because it's you that did it we appreciate you and uh, we'll ask you to continue doing what caused that what caused that was more and more of you are sharing the show you're taking a link to the show or clicking the share button you're subscribing 
you're following, whatever the format is, whether it's YouTube or uh, local talk radio station, you're telling people about, whatever it is, you're letting people know, you're leaving five-star reviews, you're sharing. Thank you for doing that. And please keep doing it. It is the biggest thing you can do to say thank you to us and help us. If you like what you're hearing, share it. Tell somebody about it. If you like what you're hearing, leave a five-star review. Thank you. If you don't, go somewhere else. It's okay. We understand. There's not everything. Not everything we're not for everybody. But uh, we are for folks that want to change their lives, want to learn something, and that want some people to tell them the truth that love them. And we're those people. We care about you. We want you to win. And that's cheesy, but it's also real. And uh, thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate the subscriptions. We appreciate the follows. We appreciate the nice reviews, and we appreciate the sharing. Nick is in Lima, Ohio. Hi, Nick. How are you? Hey, Dave and John. How are you guys doing? Better than we deserve. What's up, man? Yeah, so I was wondering if you guys could possibly give me some words of wisdom or thoughts on my wife returning to school. Okay. What's she going to study? So she is looking at studying dentistry. Ooh. Okay. Uh, So right now she is a dental hygienist is making about $40,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a CPA. I make about 75,000 a year. Mm -hmm. Um, Right now we have $70,000 in student loan debt Mm -hmm. and that's on my degree. Mm -hmm. Well, she didn't aim small, did she? (laughs) No. I mean, have you priced a dental degree? Yes. Um, in Ohio, there are only two dental schools um, in Ohio State, which is the cheaper of the two, and I say cheaper in quotes, is going to cost, cost um, right around $400,000. That's pretty typical, yeah. Yep. So um, we're looking to cash flow this somehow, um, and pretty much the problem we're running into is, you know, we're projecting it's probably going to take about two years probably to still pay off the rest of my debt and then another half year to save up the um the uh fund whatever and then it's gonna probably be oh probably about two and a half years worth of savings projected cost of the dental school in order to actually cash flow the whole thing with just my salary I'm confused how you're going to pay off 35000 a year for two years, but in two more years, you're going to have four hundred grand. No, um, we would cash flow out um, two of the dental school years, so we would save up. Two hundred. Two hundred, yeah. Um, and you're going to borrow the other two hundred. No. Um, you're going to cash flow it as she goes? We're going to try and cash flow it as she goes. So pretty much we wouldn't start until we had the 200000 saved up. So what's your question? So the question is, is would it be worth it to do it, even though she's going to be 30 years old when she starts, and we're looking at a 35-year-old graduating dental school? Why does that matter? My mom graduated her PhD at 57 years old and was tenured by the time she was 63. You pay cash for it, she's going to be making dentist money, depending on what kind of dental practice she gets into. The next thing you'll face is mm-hmm. she'll want to buy a practice, and that's another 500 or 400 
the big challenge, the question is not, is it worth going to school and her not getting out until she's 30? The question is, 35. or 35. The question is, you're going to be 35. Does she want to be a dentist when she's 35 or no? But math doesn't okay. care yeah. about your timeline. What, what, why does she want to be a dentist? Um, kind of a threefold, um, question almost. She's worked for a few dentists. Um, she doesn't always agree with how they want. So she kind of wants to do her own thing. She wanted to be a dentist originally, but was kind of afraid to do the time commitment then. But as she's worked in the actual field, she feels like being a dentist would be a good thing for her. Mm-hmm. Is there any chance somebody in the practice would sign her to a five-year deal and pay for dental school for her? Um, it's possible. I'm not sure how many small uh, dental clinics around here would go for that, but there might be one around here that'd be willing to do it. So here's what you've done real quick. You've put some constraints. She doesn't want to work at a big mm-hmm. one. She wants to work at a small one. She, We want a cash mm-hmm. flow, but she doesn't want to be a dentist all the way until she's 35. She wants to get it sooner. I want to do this, but I don't want to do that. Y'all going to have to make some sacrifices somewhere. They're going to be really hard. You're probably going to have to get another job. As a CPA, only making seventy five, you're going to need to double your income somewhere, and that might mean mm-hmm. you got to do corporate tax, or you're going to take on a bunch of Saturday and Sunday private clients over the oh, next she's going six to months. Ohio State, you're moving to Columbus. Um, probably in between. She would commute somewhat, and then I would commute someone's work. We're not too far away from Columbus. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Y'all have children. Yeah, we have two of them. Uh, one is a year and a half, and the other is five months. Okay. All right. Uh, there's no harm in getting on this path. You don't pass the point of no return until she actually starts dental school. Mm-hmm. Until then, you're just paying off debt and saving up money. So we can get on that path. And then the question I guys, I want you guys to ask us a couple pretty regularly is, I don't want her to go through all this and drop 400 K into this and then decide she wants to be a full-time mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've, I've talked to lady MDs. I've talked to people in different kinds of situations, um, that, that, you know, they, their their dream shifted about what they saw their life being, um, after they were already so far down the rabbit hole on the education stuff. And so it's not to say she can't be a dentist. I didn't, I'm not saying because she's female, she can't be a dentist because she's a mom. She can't be a dentist. She can be. I just want to make sure really $400,000 worth of sure that she's going to play all the way through and work the rest of her life as a dentist, because that's, that's Mm -hmm. what this is for. You're going to go, she's going to work 25 years as a dentist when she comes out till she's 60 and uh, Mm -hmm. every day going to work as a dentist every day. That's her job. And then this, this ROIs, but otherwise the 400 K is absolutely ludicrous mm-hmm. to spend that and then not work, you know, 20 years plus in the field is ludicrous. I think there's a valuable exercise in y'all two making a very committed debt payment plan to pay off your student loans and see if that fire and that excitement and that um, desire is still there Yeah. in 18 months or 24 months. If you're willing to cash flow it and she's willing to stick with it, I'm okay with it. Uh, it it's, a, it's not a bad life plan. I just run into too many people who 
get too far into this and then realize, oh, I don't think I want to do that. This is not, this is not going to uh, six months of $10,000 worth of certificates on something and then deciding you don't want to do it. That This is you know, a big chunk of your life and $400,000 worth of sure. You got to be sure. And uh, it's a major commitment, in other words. So um, in the process of you all getting out of debt and building up the first 200, we're going to ask that question over and over again. And Are you build sure? into your calculations childcare for two little kids for the next three, four, five, seven years. Yeah. Because exactly. that's going to cost a lot, too. Exactly. This is The Ramsey Show. Dr. John Deloney, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Spencer is in Eugene, Oregon, if I can figure out how to hit the right button here. There we go. Spencer is in Eugene, Oregon. Hey, Spencer, how are you? Dave and John, how are you guys? Better than we deserve, man. What's up? Perfect. Well, I wanted to run a question by you guys. Um, So my wife and I have been married for about 11 years. Of those 11 years, I've been working as a firefighter paramedic for about eight of them. Uh, My wife recently brought to my attention that she struggles with certain aspects of my career to the point where she has thought to ask me to change careers. Uh, She struggles with the thought of that because she knows how much I absolutely love my job, what I do and where I work, as well as how well it pays for our large family. Uh, She's afraid that I would resent her if I were to leave my career, and it would be the hardest thing that I've ever done for sure because I absolutely have no idea what else I would do as my entire educational career has led me to the point where I am now. Uh, She wants to explore options for counseling and possibly help her through what she's struggling with uh, before we explore the option of a career change, but we don't know where to start. Uh, We don't know if we want marriage counseling or individual counseling, so we're just looking for some advice. Which part of your uh, job does she not like or what parts does she not like? Um, so she has a really hard time being alone, um, especially at night, um, and kind of just being the, the primary provider on the days that I'm at work. Uh, we have four kids, um, and one of them has some health problems and it is just, it's kind of overwhelming for her to, to be the, the primary, the lone provider while I'm gone. Um, she also has a hard time just missing family or me missing family activities and holidays every so often. Um, as well as just all the baggage that comes with the types of calls that we run, like PTSD type stuff. Yeah. So um, I have a family member that talked to me. Um, I grew up in a law enforcement household and firefighter household, and um, I had a family member tell me, like, every day um, uh, your dad goes to work, I have to wonder if he's going to come home. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that fear is very, very real. That's not what I'm hearing here. And so, um, cause here's the deal. I'm, I'm a YouTuber dude. And I was a Dean of students before that. And before that I worked at Burger King, all three of those jobs. I've had to miss some holiday stuff. All three of those jobs. I've had to work really late and miss a couple of this is and that's so that's life. So my fear is you're going to quit this thing. And this imaginary life on the other side of this is not going to be real. Okay. See what I'm saying? So, I would not even bankers keep bankers hours now. That's right. Yeah. And so I I would strongly suggest y'all go together at the beginning. Okay. And let's parse through what this is because it sounds like somebody who is growing increasingly uncomfortable for any number of reasons with the life that she has 
and is beginning to look out in the crowd to see who can shoulder that with her, and you're the nearest guy. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. And when you're sitting at home and you've got one kid that's sick and you've got three other kids that are burning the house down and <laughs> making, as Dave said, pterodactyl that's noises. Not, that's not a real good metaphor for a fireman. Oh, my bad. Yes, a fireman. <laughs> um, it's real easy Use to, another example, to create a story where it's the job, right? Yeah. If she told me, you know, what I love about this call, though, Spencer, is your wife um, being so mature that she's, A, recognizing that how much you love what you do, and B, saying, hey, before we make a big change, let's get some counsel. It might be me. And let's yeah. look at, I mean, gosh, that's so selfless and mature on her part. That's awesome. That gives me great hope that you guys can find some ground that uh, maybe you can make a few minor adjustments here or there to uh, meet some of those needs that she's got, um, and then that'll help her meet you the rest of the way. Um, because I, I got to tell you, the way she's approaching this, the way you described her was very mature, very cool. I really like her a lot. No, me too. I, I definitely married up. She's a huge blessing in my well, life. And it, but here's the deal. I've spent my life running around with you guys. And the fact that you immediately, when she talked to you, you went to the computer to see what other jobs were available. I know you did. And that did. <laughs> that, that makes you equally uh, mature also. Yeah, you guys are willing to sacrifice for each other. You have the recipe for an incredible relationship going forward, regardless of whether you stay in this or not. I think you'll find a way to stay in it, and she'll find a way to work with part of her stuff, and you'll find a way, to, okay, I can do this. I can, I can make sure with my seniority level after eight years on the force that I'm in the firehouse that I'm home on these dates. I can plan around that. And um, a minor example, it's not, it's not exactly parallel, Spencer, but when we were starting all this stuff with that we now call Ramsey, um, my days were like 16-hour days. I missed everything. Sharon will tell you there's about two years she was a single mom and because uh, I worked all the time getting this thing going. I was pulling this thing up by its hair, right? And um, we worked all the time. And so when we finally hit that same wall, a similar discussion, we sat down and we said, okay, I got to have some non-negotiables. So after that, we never booked a live event on a kid's birthday. We never took any speaking gigs ever on around a holiday. Uh, so I didn't miss any Christmas. I didn't miss any proms. I didn't miss any kids' birthdays after that two-year period. And that was me coming back towards her, adjusting my business, you know, to, to be able to still be a husband and a dad. Right. And then in the midst of that, that gave her the, that gave her the strength to take up whatever slack there still was, which there still was. And she became a really zero maintenance person from that point forward. And it's one of the reasons we've been able to build this incredible life. So I just really think you're willing to reach towards her with some adjustments. She's willing to reach towards you. Y'all can reset a few things here or there. I really think you can find this, but I, I, because of the way you're approaching it, I think you're going to be okay. I think the key here with the with the counselor is going to be really pulling apart the specifics. What are the specifics? Can we hire somebody that comes in from yep. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. that just yep. helps with bedtimes and helps with dinner, helps yep. with cleanup? That's yep. easy. Um, can we do something on Saturdays? Can we make Christmas two days early every year? And that's just our fun thing we do together as a family. There's, there's ways around it uh, if you got to, right? Yeah. You, you spend some of the money you're earning 
to create a life that becomes tolerable and sustainable. That you want, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what John's saying. And so that's help with the sick child. That's, um, you know, uh, a high-quality uh, nanny two days a week. I don't care what it is. But on the days that you're gone, somebody's there helping. They're, they're filling in, you know. And uh, that'd be worth it to stay doing what you're doing that you love so much, and then she won't be worried about whether you resent her because it's not her She's trying to, you know, she's a single mom when you're gone. That's what she's saying. And, um, and that's the same thing Sharon said, and she was right. You know, that's a very real thing. So, Hey, good question, man. Sound like good people. I think you're going to find the way through that for sure. Um, and again, I think it's largely because of the way you're approaching it, she didn't stomp in red faced and scream. You have to quit your job. I can't stand it. And you didn't say, no, I'm an entrepreneur or I'm a fireman. This is who I am. So forget you. Yeah. You know what you married. And that's not helpful either. No, no. Instead, you were, you were both saying, I'm willing to give up a piece of who I am to help you be who you are. Right. And that, that's that's called marriage, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and this is one of those one of those weird things you, when you see somebody, you talk to somebody like Spencer and his, and his amazing wife, that it feels like the wheels are falling off. And those of us who have been through this and are on the other side of that go, oh, no, y'all, your car's driving great, man. <laughs> like, you're just, it's the terrain that's rough. It's not the car, right? And it feels like, oh, think we're going to crash. You're not going to crash. Y'all, y'all are doing good. Y'all yeah. going to figure out your way out through this. Yeah, it's very smart to do that because the career, mental health, the money piece, the wealth building piece, they're all woven together in a way you cannot pull them apart. It's almost impossible to build wealth when you have a crummy marriage. It's almost impossible to have a great marriage when you're crump, when you hate your job all the time. All these things work together. And so the Dr. John Deloney, the Ramsey Show, the Ken Coleman Show, these things all, the, the stuff we talk about, the portions of your life, they are woven together in a very real way. That puts us our The Ramsey Show in the books.